0: All right, guys. So uh, here we are back with another episode of um, the Racing Review Show or Racing News. Kyle's here from Squad Run. But this week, Kyle, it's all about one thing, isn't it? It is. It's Goat Mania Week. It's Goat Mania Finally. Week. We, We've been we talking are about it so long. We're T minus, what, five goats to go, five day goats to go before we get there. So... It's going to be a bit of a short episode this week. We're just going to talk a little bit about some ideas for maybe on Sunday what you might be able to get up to or maybe a few predictions that we have, a few things that we either hope is going to happen or a few things that we think are going to happen. So, Kyle, before we get on to that, just give us a little bit of a, a recap of your your week We know you paced the
1: marathon on Sunday, but yeah. What else? Other than that, I didn't do, because as everyone knows, I've kind of been running like 90Ks a week at the moment. And last week, I still ran 90Ks, including a marathon. So I obviously didn't get up to too much during the week. I was going to do a session on Tuesday and decided to sleep in and do nothing. So then when we were doing Wednesday Walkers, decided that I would stop just before the end and go and do a little session. So I did my own little session at the end of Wednesday Walkers last week. Um, ran with the guys on, around the lake and up into the hills on Thursday. Didn't do much else up until Sunday. And then we were, obviously, we'd spoken about this. It was Ando's idea to put on a three-hour group, given that the Gold Coast Marathon got cancelled. And for anyone who still wanted to try and break three hours, we would go and run 259. If anyone wanted to join us, they could join us and try and break three hours. So I came up the course of starting at the roundabout just outside SeaWorld, and we were going to run up towards the Spit, and back down and there's a couple little extra bits and it ended up being about eight and a half K's. So we had to do pretty much five laps and a bit less on the last one. Um, We started off with about seven of us from memory. So you came along for the first half time. And we had a few that did just did half or 25 K's with us and dropped off. And then there was just Ando, myself, Joey and Jack Gill. So the two of those two guys were trying to be to run under three hours for the first time. So in my head, When we started, I didn't know how many people were going to come and I was half hoping like, oh, if no one really shows up and everyone drops off, maybe I won't have to run the whole marathon. Maybe I can just stop at 30K. So once I realized that it was just those two trying to break three hours for the first time, I couldn't really just leave them there to run the rest by themselves. So we then ran the rest of the marathon and they both ran so well. We had a really good day. The conditions were perfect. I don't think I've run in better running conditions here for a long time and I think if the Gold Coast Marathon had gone ahead, on Sunday there would have been a lot of pbs cuz it was absolutely perfect running conditions
0: yeah it
1: was freezing cold in the morning not much wind so we got the guys under 3 hours they both just snuck under 259 so we ran about 258 55 i think i ran on my watch um, and they were so about pbs amazing, weren't they like, they were about, about massive 10 pbs about 10, 10, 10, 10 and 15 yeah. minutes or something like that for those two so they ran really really well so it was really cool to see them obviously sneak under the 3 hour barrier but yeah yeah that was my that was my week i haven't run that far on the road for a long time, so that was nice to tick that one off.
0: But it was it was a very uh, Kipchoge Vienna type course, wasn't it? Like with the big sweeping <laughs> roundabouts and the big turn at the uh, the northern end of the the spit. Um, but it was amazing, wasn't it? I mean, I planned to do ninety minutes, and and so came along and did that run. And it's so good running in a pack, isn't it? You again, you get that sense of what you can achieve when you are with six, seven, eight other people. Or even on those big races where you've got thirty or forty on your on your pace group, it this it's almost it's it's a ten percent lift for me almost. You just you're cruising along, and you think if you go and try and do that on your own, it's so much harder. Like what do you, what do you make of running in a group? What do you think it is? Well. That's the thing for me
1: is I've only – whenever I've done these big road races, I've always been the pacer. So I've been sitting at the front. So I don't think – I can't even remember the last time I sat in the middle of a massive pack. But yeah. I know even on long runs when we go out with the group and we tuck into the pack, it, I reckon it makes a massive difference. I think the biggest thing is that you don't worry about looking at your watch every five seconds and you can just switch off, watch the person in front of you. Yeah. And you can just kind of zone out a little bit and it just makes time go a lot quicker. And the kilometres start to tick off a lot quicker. And I think just that mental switch off is the biggest difference. And it, I think it makes a massive difference for, for everyone. So I think that's it's the huge, isn't it? it's running with like
0: the I, I remember I, there was was there seven or eight of us starting at the beginning of on Sunday. So I was about three back from you and Ando. You and Ando took the, the front two positions, a bit like a cycling group. And then we were two, two, two. So at one stage, I was right at the very back, probably five metres behind you and Ando. But behind Henry Coombs I think I was and the feeling of when you have to check your stride when you're you're running almost too quick and you have to take a couple of short strides because you're feeling that good and you're nearly running up the back of the person in front of you it's it's a great feeling because you're just thinking then I'm running so well and I'm feeling so good that I'm having to hold back and like you said you're not even looking at your watch four or five kilometers goes past really quickly and all you have to do is just stare at the feet in front of you and there's one segment, I think from 13 to 16 K or whatever, I was sitting right behind you in endo. And I remember saying to someone at this, at, at the time that this is exactly what I did in the Auckland marathon. I sat behind the lead pacer and just stared at his feet for like 10 kilometers. And you get that very sort of monotonous meditative sort of approach where you're just, you're just hitting, seeing their feet hit the ground and thinking of nothing else. You're not looking at your watch because you're just giving all the power over to that person. And it's a marvelous feeling. Like I could have, I could have kept going on sunday and it was one of the hardest things i think i said to you with a couple of k to go i i really want to keep going with this but i had to think long term and go well you know if uta looks like it's going to be on now that's 15 weeks away i'm just starting to build into it the last thing i want to be doing is running a marathon in my first week of uta training so i had to pull out at 21 and it was probably one of the hardest decisions i've ever had to make because i was thinking this is this is awesome this is so much fun and i was
1: uh, watching you guys run and i was thinking like just the way you were running i was going i reckon he should just keep going here like i know you're in your training block but you were making it look very easy to roll through halfway in 129. Yeah, I don't know what you felt like. Whether you have a lot longer, you felt like you could have kept going, but you were moving well.
0: There was a there was a, a chatting pace, wasn't it? Like everyone was just talking, and but yeah, it's wonderful when you can have those sort of runs. And as you said, the conditions were just spot on—like seven, eight degrees, very little wind. You know, like you said, that I think if the marathon had been on. PBs would have been flattened everywhere. It was a perfect race. Absolutely. Perfect weekend for it. So, um, yeah, we saw lots of people getting out, didn't we, on Strava and doing their times. And I think people are going to be getting out through the month of July to, to try and post a 5 or a 10 or a 21 or a marathon. So, it'd be interesting to see who does all four, actually. You know, a couple of people have knocked a few of them yeah, off already. There few
1: that have done them. I think there's a couple that have done close to four,
0: all of them already, which would be cool to see. I suppose that's easy. I might be able to knock off all of them now because I've already yeah. done the longer one. That's right. Easy one it's is done. But... Um, I did mention last week as well that I bought the pair of Zoom flies, which uh, you always say they're the poor man's version of the Vapor fly, don't you, from a few years ago. But um yep. true, they, they felt good. They felt really good. So no no plate in them, no carbon plate, but just similar sort of foams. I think they've they got a plate. They've got a, like a nylon plate. or a, It's just not quite the same plate that they've got in the carbon shoes, but
1: it does have yeah. some
0: type of plate in it. So I'm not sure yeah. exactly what it is. What the first ones like, do as well? I know you said the third. Yeah. The they've the got, a, they've got the a plate in them, yeah. but it's not a carbon plate. Yeah. But um yeah, great shoe. Great shoe. So if, yeah. if anyone wants a pair like that, I think they're ninety bucks. I picked them up for at Harbortown Nike at the moment. And there's heaps of them there. So yeah, yeah absolutely fabulous shoe. Like you, you said to me that you'll feel a bit of a pop from them, a bit of a bounce off the when your foot comes down, and they felt great. They felt very, very, uh, very good to run in. Like I said, I wish I could have kept going, but yep, have to stick to the plan, don't we? That's half the that's right. Half the battle at the that's moment. Exactly so right. uh, so well, as we said, goat mania week. Five yes, days to go. Finally, finally here. It's finally here. Um, so, Kyle, what do you think is going to happen Sunday? Have you got some suggestions for people, what they could do or predictions for things that you think might actually come so, up?
1: Well, the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to, which I hope, is that I've been keeping track of obviously we keep talking about how many laps are left to go to hit 3,000 laps. I've been keeping yeah. tabs on this. We currently need another 304 laps as of this morning mm-hmm. yep. to hit 3,000. So, my prediction was just over that, and I think yours was under that. So yeah. We're be it'll be interesting. I think it could be a, there could be an afternoon three thousand loop yeah. come Sunday afternoon. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. That's one thing, that, and that's one thing that I suppose everyone can help work towards. It doesn't matter whether you're going out just to hike for one lap or whatever you're doing. Everyone's going to get that total up. So I think the fact yeah. that obviously we've set the day to see how many laps we can get done for the people that have never done it before and just want to come out and do a lap. Come out and do a lap. We don't care if you just hike the whole thing. It's still going to be another lap onto the total, so that'll be that'll be a good part of the day. But I think as far we were chatting about this during the week, you and Ben Zaneem about all the records that have been broken. And I think when I went back and looked through them, I think potentially Ben's seven, eight, and nine lap records may not have been broken. I haven't compared him and Brad's times yet, um, but every other record, male and female, has been broken in the last few months. So that's fastest laps male and female and all Jeez. the records for the multiples of laps, even including the most laps done. So every record's pretty much been broken in these last few months. So It's extraordinary. See, yeah. It is. It's That's really cool to look at. So I'll be interested to see whether any record, I think there'll be more records in the maybe big multiples of laps as far as like say yeah. a six, seven lap record or something like that. There'll be a lot of those that'll get broken. I would be very surprised if we saw either of the single laps broken, but they might be. You never know. Yeah. I'd like to see that, um, but yeah, I, I suppose I'm, the big question will be: Was anyone going to go out and do 16 or 17 laps? I think that's the thing yeah. anyone's everyone's waiting for, and I don't think there's been too much talk about it. But there wasn't too much talk about any of the other 15 no. or 16 that we saw either. So I've got my fingers crossed. Someone's going to start out either very early Sunday morning or late yeah. Sunday night, run right through the night and right through the day. That'd be that'd be pretty
0: cool. So. Yeah. Okay. So I mean I've I've got a couple of things that I'd like to see happen or things that I've kind of predicting. So I think I don't think there's going to be much movement in the male department around all those kind of races or those kind of distances. I think the female is where some massive improvements yep. or massive gains could happen. And like we said through the week, I don't know what this is or where these feelings come from, but I think someone's going to have a go at ten laps for the female. I think I that's agree. going to be done for the first time. We've got a couple of people that we think might do it or potentially could have a go at it so we won't put too much pressure on them by naming them but um <laughs> but yeah I, there. there is talk that it's going to happen yeah i think 10 laps for the female could go which would yep. be great to see and i've just got up here on strava i've got the top 10 for female and this is where i think a lot of movement's going to go as well like you said you'd be surprised if christy's time went at 3156 so alana's then second at 313421 so that could Someone could sneak in the middle there, I think. If someone has a, a just has a shot at one lap and does yep. it hard, I think that could go. But then you go down to 10th, and Janice is in 10th at the moment at thirty nine thirty two. So, you know, between Alana in second and Janice in 10th, there's five minutes, five minutes and 11 seconds. So I, I think that's where a lot of things might come in. I think a few yep. people could either improve their their time, those that are in there, um, like Charlie and Veronica and Stephanie and Jodie and Kylie and... And Janice and then those that are in there already, I think that could move. But I think a few might actually jump up into that space as well. So I'm very hopeful that the females will make a big move this Sunday and might um, make that top 10 a bit quicker and things like that. So that's where I think it could happen. But I was also thinking of some ideas for what people might do. You know, if maybe you're not feeling multiple laps, I think you can then just break the goat loop down into segments. Maybe, you know, maybe you're going to do two or three laps, but do them as singles and just have a crack at the, the goat climb. That's your target. Just hit that. You know, jog it out and then just hit that segment as hard as you can and have a go at it. Or maybe you want to have a fast, you know, last hill to gate, that last 1.6K segment. Um, There's lots of of new segments that have been made on them, on the goat loop, and some of them are now overlapping. But I think those two, for me, are the two big ones. You know, the goat climb and the last hill to gate. I think they're the kind of blue ribbon segments onto Everyone um, so those everyone's like, yeah, um, absolutely interesting i think there'll be a few efforts definitely happening on those things but we we've talked a bit about segment efforts in the past as well and i still think you've got to run the, the loop pretty solidly i don't think you can hike it and then i mean you can do whatever you want i suppose but if it was me i wouldn't i wouldn't hike it and then sprint the goat climb and then you know walk the rest and then sprint the last bit i think you've still got to you got to do it within a reasonably quick you know, tempo yeah. sort of goat loop, I think. I suppose it's not one
1: of those ones you're just going to literally walk out to the stop, like pause your watch for a minute or two and yeah. then start it again and sprint up the climb. Look, if you want to do yeah. that, go for it. I still don't think anyone will break, take the crown in the males ones anyway. No. <laughs> I think that's no, how definitely. fast some of them are. Um, but yeah, look, it's a bit of fun at the end of the
0: day. It's just segments. So we're Really? It's 6am six, six to 6pm um, is going to be, but we said if people want to start a bit earlier and get a bank a few before anyone turns up, then that's great. Uh, we're just gonna be out there, as we said, this is very informal, very unofficial. Um so come out, you know, bring the picnic blanket, sit down for a bit, come out for a few hours. We'll be out there for the whole twelve hours, either Kyle and myself, depending on when we're gonna run our loops and things like that. I think Kyle, you said I'm gonna go first, I think. Is I think right? so. I think you'll head out and do some laps first and I'll hang around yep. and see what everyone's yeah yep. runs up to. As it gets hotter and hotter, we can we can get yeah, get the young buck to go in the heat. You'll be able That's to handle right. it a bit more than I will. Yeah. Um <laughs> But I was just doing but, some math here as well, Kyle. Yeah. If we do 300 loops as a yep. group, I don't know if I've done the math here, 250 metres per climb, per loop per, in, in yep. elevation, is that 75 kilometres of elevation? Yeah, probably. I haven't done the math, but I'm assuming it's, you're fairly accurate with that. It's almost 10 climbs of Everest. So Everest That's is cool. about 8 kilometres, isn't it? 8 eight and a bit, yeah, 8 plus so 2 right. kilometres. So, if we could smash out maybe 350 um, loops as a group, as a community, we could almost aim for 10 ascents of Everest, which would be pretty cool as well,
1: wouldn't it? That is very cool. I haven't even thought it. about that type of let me, one. Let me do the massive 300, cool.
0: 350 times 250. Is eighty seven thousand meters okay. of climbing. But pretty much
1: bang on it because I think it's
0: about eight eight something
1: to so say about eight thousand eight hundred.
0: So there we go. Something. So a quick decision here, a quick bit of math. So if we can do three hundred and fifty loops of the goat loop as a group, then we'll have climbed Everest ten times. There's another target. There Done. is another target that we need. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a good bit of fun. We'll see who comes out. It's, it's just wanna come out and have a bit of a chat, that'd be great. But um yeah, it's I have no idea. I've got no idea how many are gonna turn up.
1: I reckon, what that, I reckon there'll be quite a few. The amount of people that I've spoken to that I'm thinking, how have you heard about this that are going to come out? So I've been telling everyone to come out. So I reckon there'll be quite a lot of people across the day coming out to run some big loops. And it'll be, I think, for those first few hours in the morning, especially is probably when it's going to be the busiest, there'll be a yep. lot of people out on that loop. You'll probably won't, you know, you won't have a moment where you won't be able to see someone either behind you or in front of you if you're out running the loop, which I think yep. will be really cool. And it'll be cool just to get everyone together to finally see everyone and have a chat. Obviously, we all have been together for, quite a while given all the restrictions and races yeah. being cancelled. Um, and the only other thing I just wanted to mention, because I remember a few episodes ago, I kind of set a target for everyone that we wanted to try and get, say, the top 10 under a certain time, the top 50 under a certain yep. time, top 100 up to about 250 I think I went up to. And I think so the targets I set everyone, we wanted to get the top 10 sub 30, we've done that. We wanted to get the top 50 sub 35. Now that's currently at thirty-six thirty-two. That is oh. the only target we haven't hit out of the ones that I set. So the other ones, we wanted to get the top 100, sub 40. It's now 39.57. That happened yesterday. Top 150, sub 45. It's at 44.51. The top 200, sub 50, is now at 48.52. So top 200, you have to run sub 49 minutes to get in the top 200. That's good. Top 250 is at, we wanted sub 55, and it's at 53.58. And now I've added in to get into the top 300 because we've had 339 people now run the goat loop. Is that right? Wow! All, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> we want to try and get so currently top three, the 300th place is an hour, one minute, and nine seconds. So there's only three spots left in the top to get the top 300 under one hour. So we need three people who haven't run under an hour before, who either haven't run it at all or are close, to go out and run sub one hour, and we'll have the top 300 people under an hour. That's amazing. So that's the targets. And the other ones we'd written down for the females one is we wanted to get the top 10 sub 38, and that's still at thirty-nine thirty-two. So I think that's one that'll probably go on the weekend, I reckon. I think there'll be a few that'll have a crack at it and try and go into 38. And the yep. other one was to get the top 50 females sub 50, and that's currently at 52, 16. So there's a few targets in there for people to,
0: people to chase on Sunday if they Absolutely. haven't broken any of those barriers before. Absolutely. One of the things I wanted to mention as well, which has happened, uh, we talked a bit about Colin, didn't we? Colin Mansi. Um, yes. who is, as I go on to Strava here, is the only guy or girl in the 75-plus age group category. Um, did you see what he did in the week, Kyle?
1: I'd heard you mention I haven't actually seen it, but I've had he did, heard word of what He did happened.
0: four loops. He, he did four loops. He did he did Lazarus, um, which is amazing. So we've got, we've got Colin Mancy, who's the 75-plus, is the only person in that age group category, and he's done the four loops. Took him about five hours, I think, which is pretty good going because his his record for one loop is an hour and three and fifty nine seconds. So he's done four in you know, five hours or so. So he's he's done an amazing job there. Um That's pretty incredible. It'd be great to get if Colin's coming out on Sunday. It'd be great to meet I haven't met him, it'd be great to meet him because, you know, like we said, he's the oldest person who's done the goal well,
1: and this is the other thing is i've had a few messages this week asking about who the youngest person to do it is Who actually do it on yep. foot who's the youngest yep. person to do it on foot so i know so Brody clark good friend of ours his son riley did it on thursday he's nine so <laughs> he's gone out and uh, I'm, I'm not sure anyone if any other kids younger than that have done it on foot before um and i know that henry coombs who's a good friend of ours one of his kids who's eight. There's talk that that's going to happen on Sunday. So, we could have another record broken as far as the youngest person to do it. So, there's a bit of competition both at the youngest and oldest to get their right. goat loop done. So, I don't know if anyone else younger has done it than Riley or whether Riley at nine is the youngest person to do it on foot. I haven't
0: actually looked at the. Because, well, we uh, it's only 19 and under. I'm just on it now. It's only yeah. 19 and under. So, and of course, they've got to have their own Strava account, don't they, to, to come up individually on that's it. Right. So, so Brody's son, is it, is is the youngest at nine? Nine. As far as I know,
1: he's nine. I think he could be the youngest that's, wow. that's finished it But there's word on the street we could have an eight-year-old going around and running well, the league on, on Sunday. So there's some competition.
0: <laughs> that's great. So um yeah, a bit of a short episode this week. We just wanted to say g'day, check in for the week, see how everyone is traveling. And uh, yeah, just remind you that's on Sunday. The weather on my app up here at Tambourine, it shows a little bit of rain, but I don't think it's much. I think it'll be okay, so I don't think it'll be too bad. Hopefully, yeah. And if it is, that just adds a bit of couple of day. I think it'll
1: be okay. It's not looking too bad. What's the temperature looking like? 23 for Naurang, so that should be quite nice. Sweet, nice and beautiful. Beautiful. Barely any wind. It's going to be lovely.
0: Awesome. So, uh, as we said, yeah, come and say good day. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Let's see if we can climb ten Everest. Let's see if we can knock the 3,000th loop on its head. Uh, We do need to make a trophy. That's our job in the next five days. We do. um, I'm doing a few house renovations here, so I've got a little bit of uh, extra wood lying around. I think I'll leave that up to you then. Tom. That's probably my job. I don't know if I can make it as good as Brad made for <laughs> for Benny for the 2000s, but I'll get onto that. I will get onto it. And uh, Definitely. yeah, we'll, we'll catch everyone on Sunday for Goat Mania. We'll see, see you there.